This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's time for another splendid episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 30 Rackway, beautiful Bucketorium, lovely, lovely, lovely New Windsor, Illinois. It's still weird saying that, but we are in the new and improved Bucketorium. Uh, hey, so next episode, room. don't say it's still weird saying that. Yeah. I promise it won't be weird next episode. Okay. I promise that. <laughs> it's not weird after this. <laughs> Thank this you. is the last this time, is it's, last gonna time it's gonna be weird. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, we're in the studio. I'm Steve. Next to me is Doug. <clears throat> Yo, Tank. How's it going, Eric? He's drinking a beer. He's drinking a beer. <laughs> and Kurt. What up? We're in your house. Yo. Yes. How's it going, fellas? It's going, going good. Great. Hey, going? Do you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it was wasn't good. It was wonderful. I'm pretending like this is a radio show and that yeah. we're just going to beat around the bush yeah. till we get to the content yeah. type yeah. thing. Yeah. Cameron, do you have a good Thanksgiving? Beat it. it was. It was all right. It. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, I had to see my family, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I had a good yeah. Thanksgiving. I had to fun. spend time with loved ones. Gross. Did, yeah. did some hunting over the weekend. It was good. Uh, the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Use code WCB15 at HHASports.com. If you've been thinking about joining that single pin life, um, maybe it's the life for you. You don't know. I'd say give it a try. It's not for everybody, but we, we love it. Uh, also, Scent Crusher. Our gear bag's been working overtime. Okay. Yep. Um, Super overtime. Also brought to you by North American Whitetail Championship. Something cool about North American Whitetail Championship is, one, you can win a lot of money. You get a lot of prizes and all that stuff when you sign up. But our good buddy, Travis, from Buckstorm Productions out in South Dakota, just took first pl- Well, he hasn't won it, won it yet, but r- currently he is first place in his region. Holy Dang. GSM signal. <laughs> Yeah, you're popular. Even when uh, you don't want to talk to anybody, people are calling you. Bro. It's not my phone. It ain't mine. Maybe it was. <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, he's winning his uh, his region. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm hoping he makes it to the. Now, I mean, his buck's a slammer. It's on 
Blackstorm Productions on YouTube, but you can see him. He actually has himself filmed doing the qualifications for North American Whitetail Championship, so it's pretty cool. Really? That's yeah. awesome. So he, awesome. he got an external camera angle, and then he got the Tacticam angle. It's perfect. Nice. Yeah. Big wide eight. Dope. Um, awesome video. Yes, yes. Uh, podcast also brought to you by Loophold. Um, love their binos, Loophold. love their rangefinders. Um, I got to use one of the rifle scopes. We're not huge on the gun hunting, but it was awesome. I thought it was rad. Um, so they got options for everybody, archery hunters, gun hunters. Um, Steve has a can cooker recipe this oh, week. Oh, I do. Dude, I'm telling you what. Was any good? Dude, I got to get mine out and make – I want to make – it's like a mess of wings. I know. I need to do it again. I haven't done anything since the sweet corn. Oh, yeah. Slacking. Well, I know. Ouch. I know. Here's, here's the thing. Now, most of us in here have a uh, deer dead, and by the time Christmas is rolling around, uh, you're going to have some venny back, right? Am I right? You're going to have some venny, so check it out. This is a good, good holiday meal. Uh, it's some braised venison. So you're going to need Benny? one pe- – yeah, yeah. I'm trying don't to relate. Put, don't call it that. I'm trying to yeah. relate to the younger audience. All right. Okay. okay. Well, fuck them. Oh, venison. That's okay, boomer. All right. <laughs> All right. You say that one more time. I'm knocking you right in the face. <laughs> I had to tell somebody what that was. All right. So the ingredients you're going to need: one pound of venison roast cut in half, twenty ounces of Abbey ale, one small onion cut into pieces, salt, pepper, and can cooker butter garlic seasoning. Gotta have the seasoning. That sounds good. Gotta have, seasoning. <laughs> Gotta have garlic. Yeah, garlic seasoning. You can go to, you put go to, garlic on everything. Yep. If you need to get that, go to cancooker.com and you can get that uh, seasoning there. So, super, super easy. Spray the inside of the can cooker with nonstick cooking spray. Add venison and Gotta onion. Have, gotta have the venison. There you do. There you do. <laughs> Pour in the ale and sprinkle can cooker butter uh, garlic seasoning. Oh, or if you're me, dump also. it on there. Salt and pepper to taste. Latch lid and put on medium to low heat and cook for 90 minutes. Remove from heat and let stand for 10 minutes. Ooh, and this is the best part right here. Serve with liquid from the can cooker as gravy. Add your favorite side dishes to complete the meal. Well, what would your side dish be? Uh, the other half of the roast. Because I would do a two-pound roast. That cottage would be, cheese. For real. Cottage, well, if you, uh, if, uh, cottage cheese. If, if yeah. I was going to do so this. Ooh, wow, it's so good. I'll tell you what I would do I, as my side. And this is going to sound weird to you guys, but, dude, I would take... Uh, a whole box of Hawaiian rolls, and I put them in the oven, and you cook them for like five, ten minutes, and then throw some butter on top, a little garlic butter on top, and uh, have that with, uh, I think, some mashed potatoes. You say the whole box? Yeah, oh. the whole little tray. Gotcha. All right, moving on. So there you go. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, Can Cooker needs to come back out here. I need to bust out and make a, make a big meal. Uh, podcast also brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear, Elite Archery, Old Barn Taxidermy. Big Tine, and, of course, Hunter's Blend Coffee keeps us going throughout our day and throughout our deer season. It actually is really good coffee. My dad's like, God damn, this coffee's strong. He's like, I like it. (laughs) It's real good. Steve? Clark. Yep. You got a veteran shout-out, sir. Or what do you want to do, veteran shout-out or new segment? Yeah, let me do a a vet shout-out. Yeah, do that. You know, we did just talk about the... uh, the You should do that. that. (laughs) I should. Uh, We talked about the holiday season. I, uh, I spent a lot of time with... Uh, family over this uh, season, so I did want to do the vet shout-outs to my cousin Connor Knob. I may have shouted him out earlier in an episode, but um, or a previous episode, but I just want to give him a shout-out again. Dude, I love the guy to death. He was uh, in the Army for a long while, and he's one of the nicest, most positive guys. Like, you know, we're all having kind of a, there's some shit going on in my family, and everybody's like, you know, trying to stay positive, and this dude's just one of the most positive people. He's like 
you know, always thinking about, hey, man, get your health in line, you know, get your shit together. Like, he's just one of those positive dudes. Served our country, and now he's just, like, trying to serve the family and be the best dude that he can. So, I love you to death, Connor, man. I just uh, appreciate your service to this country, and I appreciate you being an awesome cousin, dude. Thank you, Connor. Cool. Thanks, so, Connor. I just wanted to throw yeah. that one in there. Okay. Awesome. Uh, if you want to submit a veteran shout-out, workingclassballhunter.com. Um, man, I feel like we're out of steam already. Yeah, I need so. oh, good Lord. I need to drink another Bush Light real fast, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I know you have a news segment, so we did a poll on the gram and Facebook, actually, if people wanted you to have your news segment continue on. We left it in the people's hands, and it was a close race. Kind of a mixed review, wasn't it? There's a little more people that want to keep it than they want to can it, which, Ooh. to my surprise. So, man, that, well, I'm lucky that that poll was only around for 24 hours. So, that's right. Would have yeah. been longer. It probably would have been. Uh, probably would have been bad. You better yeah. fucking kill this one, then. Yeah, did you get maybe you got a handful? <laughs> prove <laughs> prove <laughs> the prove the naysayers wrong, Steve. <laughs> yeah, hit this one out of the park. Doug yeah. has the most faith of anyone in this room. I got. You. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be fucking terrible. Doug is the positive one. You gotta be positive, man. Good lord, all right. Like, I haven't killed a buck yet. You just keep positive. <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> <My God>. <laughs> <laughs> Being positive sucks. <laughs> Being positive shit, God. dude. Right, shit well. rolls downhill. Come on, hit this news segment. I dude. thought you guys were going to give are me the ready? jingle. I don't really feel like doing the jingle. Yeah, I feel like it just go right there. We have to do it. Dude, you are out of steam. You have to. Now here's Steve with the news. Oh, right. he's really trying to save this segment. <laughs> oh God! All right, here's uh, here's me reading some awful news jokes. Uh, a prominent Metro meat processor is under investigation, suspected of illegally selling venison from deer that hunters have killed in the Twin Cities. The Pioneer, Pre Pioneer Press has learned the name of the alleged. Uh, alleged meat processor circle pine sausage house is the target of an investigation by the department of natural resources that had la that has lasted more than a year and reached into the lives of hundreds of local hunters according to officials in documents might i add the number one seller from these guys booyah sticks damn, damn. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah there you go, there you go. Oh. sorry we're getting it back that's a side note you do get a two for one there it's their special <laughs> damn the buy one get one huh <laughs> really, really, really hang on that booyah, huh? Yeah, really? it's a, it's every a, it's, week. It's gonna be every. Starting to feel bad for the guy. Grow up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> to uh, have faith. <laughs> hey, gotta have faith. Two Texas deer hunters who were kidnapped by Mexican cartel gunmen after this weekend's shootout said their captors assured them that they don't hurt Americans and even watched one of their trucks, according to a new report. Donald Chapman, sixty-two, and his nephew Colby Williams, thirty. We're out on a 10,000-acre ranch Sunday during a weekend hunting trip to Mexico when the cartel members, or Scarios, uh, approached and commanded them to get into the ground, or get on the ground, they told the Daily Beast, is where this news is from. Daily Beast. So, not only do you, if you're hunting in Mexico do you have to worry about game wardens, but you also have to worry about the cartel. That would suck. Yeah. Good God. But I like that. All right. That's pretty good. That was interesting. Lord. Tank doesn't want to clap. Tank, why don't you want to clap? This is okay. Why aren't you clapping for the... You're doing the news. You can't worry about anything else right now. Okay. Just do the news. I just need to focus on the news. All right, and uh, news out of Detroit. The archery deer hunting season has extended until January 31st, 2020 in Macomb, Oakland, and Wayne counties, which is known as the Urban Deer Management Zone. 
Archery hunters can take advantage of some excellent hunting in January, said Chad Stewart, the Department of Natural Resources Deer, Elk, and Moose Program Leader. This longer season is also a fairly low-cost first attempt for municipalities to reduce the conflicts that arise when deer hunting or when deer numbers rise in more populated urban areas. Now, the hardest thing that police have to do is the blood trail a deer or a uh, drive-by shooting victim. All right, big city, Detroit. Mm. Okay, that was, that was, yeah, you okay. got a golf clap. On You're that almost one. there. That could use, that could. Your delivery was off. It was okay. I, I tried to fit an eight mile. You know, I appreciate the context. That was that joke has a lot of potential. You should uh, mom spaghetti. You should put that in your back pocket for some stand up. But just okay, yeah. Work on it a while. Well, hopefully, hopefully we hear some more news out of Detroit so I can further that joke. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on that situation for you here at the uh, working class news center. Headquarters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just hired a department. <laughs> we, can, we have a whole other department. We, should get, we need a news anchor. We need suits. <laughs> yes. It's a shitty Is that suit. it? That's it for the news. Uh, it was uh, kind of a slow week. All right. Hopefully next week's better. Well, I, I doubt it. Now. I doubt Definitely it. Definitely not. Oh, I got a feeling it will be. Well, shit. We got no guests in here. Just, nope, us, just us. Wow. Just the crew. Just us. Is that where we're out of steam? Because we're just so used to seeing each other. It's like, oh, God, it's you again. We're like five like, years into this I feel marriage. Like it's been a long time since we've been in the studio because we did Danielle's episode early. We launched that. Well, no. We recorded the following. I don't remember. I, I launched <laughs> it several days after recording, and it was early last week, so we technically haven't been in here for two weeks. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it feels like so long. Yeah, man, it feels like I got to like, ring rust a little bit. Um <laughs> Right now, it is Illinois' first day of the second firearm season. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. And then, yeah. So, um, our start, our first season starts tomorrow or Saturday. How long Saturday. does that last? You guys are Iowa. Uh, it's like the first season is like. Till Wednesday, I think. Till Wednesday. And then second season starts. And then Two second weekends. season picks up on that following Saturday. Oh, really? For mm-hmm. a week for a week straight. Yeah. Then the 23rd late muzzler starts. So can you muzzleload hunt during is – is this shotgun season or just gun season? You can use a muzzleloader. Shotgun. You can use a muzzleloader. It's firearm season. Firearm, yep. Gotcha. Yeah, that's how ours is. I think you can use yeah. anything with a tag, and then then it's muzzleloader only, I think, is next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. our uh, muzzleloader and archery opens back up uh, the 23rd. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so it's a different – like, it's cool in Illinois. Can you right, – so can you bow hunt during that time at all? No. Wait, Unless you can – Late muzzler, you can, but you can bow hunt during shotgun if you're in the urban hunt, like in the city. Yeah. Oh, really? So yep. we can't. That's so we can't. I so mean, you, I can go get my urban tags and still hunt. But. They changed it, and we've talked about it when they changed it and all that. But it's been three years ago now, roughly. Oh yeah, it has been. Where we can wear blaze and hunt with a bow during firearm season, which is really <clears> cool. Like as long as you have a firearm cool. tag. If you have a right. firearm tag, you have to right. buy a, a, a tag for that because your archer tag is that season is closed yeah. during gun season. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's in yes. for Illinois. I don't know if I was this way, but if you go buy a gun tag, you know, firearm, it's county specific. So yeah, yeah I, I think every state's probably that way. I don't know for sure, but ours or not. unit. I mean, no. depends where you're at. Because are your guys' doe tags for archery county specific too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The doe tags are, but your any sex tag is you can statewide. hunt statewide. Gotcha. Gotcha. Huh. It's kind of whoa, Ooh, ouch. easy on the door, bro. Yeah, you got uh, either you two going out? Hmm? I'm, I'll be out. Doug will be out. Oh, shotgun? No. Yeah, good. No, nope. good. I don't deal with that. Good. I'll be out tomorrow and then late muzzler. Hey, can I, can I tell you guys a secret? No. Sure. I'll tell you guys. I might be moving to Iowa. I doubt you are. Mm. I wouldn't. 
I put money on that you're not. You don't think I will? So if so, if I move to Iowa, do I get to hunt with you guys? Uh-uh. I would <laughs> never let you hunt my property. Doug, are you going to let me hunt with you? Probably not. He's uh, probably not. So look at Doug's a positive one. He's like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not, though. <laughs> probably not. No, I've been, it's, I, like, it's like what 99% percentage? probably not. <laughs> 99.5%. I just say probably not so I don't sound like an asshole, but probably not. <laughs> probably, not. <laughs> probably, not. probably not, bud. Yeah, you're not killing my Do the good old Midwest. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. no. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, no? No, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, no. Right? That's a no for no, me, yeah. dog. It, n- yeah, no. No, yeah, right? Okay, no, yeah. Okay, okay, stop. All right, we got it. All right, figured it out. Everyone's waiting for me to get back. I have to go to the bathroom early. Well, you know. Yeah, so we're talking about another kill podcast. I think these are fun. These are like the hunting camp story podcast, you know? Like, this is kind of, I guess, where the roots of... I mean, we've done several of these so far this year, which is really cool, but this is kind of like what hunting camp really actually is. It's like telling telling buck stories or like telling stories about like what you saw and stuff like that after you're hunting, but... Some crazy, ridiculous stories. Or that, yeah. Which I haven't up to this point of this hunt. I had nothing crazy really this year, you know. No, but we had this guy when we had deer camp. He would just tell the most ridiculous stories. Like one time we were, you know, at our old deer camp, we were always pushing deer. And he's like, "Oh yeah, this one time I had this twelve point buck." Of course, walked right by him, and he's like, "There was a hollowed out tree because it was dead." Yeah, he's like, "The buck." Got on his hind legs and stood up in the tree Nuh-uh. and hid from me. <laughs> and then I walked by him, and then I seen him get down and run the other way. Um, we're like, no fucking way. Are you serious? Yeah, that's a serious story. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude, you know this the guy, worst if this, this guy, actually happened to this dude? <laughs> right. He tell, he that tell the fucking craziest stories you ever heard. That is really funny, actually. <laughs> there was, um, before we get to like my buck story, there was a story... But that's what made deer camp, though, like just those ridiculous oh, yeah. stories that you can't even fucking yeah. believe. This story, I believe, is true, but it sounds like kind of like, oh, what? Like but a fairy tale. I've had different people, and my dad's been there. It's like where I grew up hunting. I've had, I've always heard it third party, but I've heard it from several different people at different times when the other person wasn't around, and it's like pretty much the same story. This dude was hunting. Um, in this this property, we had permission to hunt. The dude was hunting there. It's the second biggest buck up next to the Geyer buck, so it's a stud. This buck's like 177 inch, like it's insane. I'll try and find a picture of it and show you guys. But the dude was from Texas or something like that, up hunting out of state, and he was on the ground. And he said a doe ran past him, about like ran him over. And he said he was like, "Oh shit!" And he looked up, and there was a buck behind her, pushing her real hard. And he, um, he came was like running at him, like. Almost not didn't even like see him, not charging him, but like just chasing the doe. Right, right. And I guess he drew back and just shot. Like, oh shit, this giant buck's running at me and shot. And he basically called those guys. I don't. This is like probably, I don't know, two thousand and two, two thousand one, maybe. I don't know. Early, early two thousands. And um, he calls the guys or goes back to camp. I don't remember which. And he goes, uh. Dude, I shot a buck, a real big buck. He ran at me. He goes, I, I don't know where I hit him. He goes, I just pulled back and shot. He goes, but there's, like, blood up in the trees, and there's, like, blood everywhere. Like, it's, like, a, a just there's blood all over the place. He goes, I can't find my arrow. I don't know what happened. So I actually, Jim Burns, did you guys, you met Jim, Tate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, we got to get that guy on. He's fascinating. This dude, 
is like he can judge a deer like you wouldn't believe like the size of a deer but like that buck's 142 and four eights and it will be 142 and four eights like jim knows his shit been around the block he said it was insane the amount of blood so they followed it for like 250 yards or something like way further than he should have for the blood that they had yeah so they get up on it's like just freaking giant buck and he said they could not find an arrow hole in it anywhere and they're looking around on it. They're like, where the fuck did you hit this deer? And he said, and I, don't, wiener. I don't know how big of an exaggeration this is. They said they lifted the buck's head straight up and its throat was slit. From like. Oh, from the broadhead? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. They said, I mean, that's possible. Yeah. I mean, that's way more possible than a deer hiding in a fucking <laughs> yeah. hollowed out tree. But he said <laughs> the broadhead or the arrow had went into it and slit its throat. And they think it like was shooting out its jugular like that's why the blood was up in the trees that it just like out both sides just pumping blood until the thing just bled to death and died yeah like so that buck probably didn't even know he's probably probably just chasing that doe like holy shit i'm dizzy dead yeah you know like i'm blacking Uh, out i'm blacking out like that's how it had to have been that's crazy damn dude i hope it's true yeah that buck died a noble death chasing some tail I do kind of how I want to die. I do have pictures of it somewhere. I'll try and find it of the deer and the guy holding it, and like pictures of the body. And there can is you no see the. You can't see in the neck because it's kind of a, above, but you can see the body. There's no arrow holes in it. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. I don't know. The, Jim Jim wouldn't back me up and like be like, "No, dude, I saw it." Like you never believe it. Like he wouldn't just tell that story yeah, to tell yeah. it. Like he's not that type of guy. And I've heard it from a couple other people. And then people talk about how lucky he got. So, like, that's what I remember a lot. But, yeah, a giant. Like, I think high 170s buck. Just oh nuts. That's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, that's a fun, a fun right story. Right in the fucking jugular. Does anybody else have any crazy hunt camp stories like that? Like, I know I have more. I just can't think of them, or, like, on the spot. I'll try and think. It'll be fun to do an entire episode that way. No, I just, uh, there's a <clears throat> there's a deer that my uh, my dad's uncle shot. Oh, every story you tell is probably out of, out of this realm a little bit. No, this one this one's actually pretty tame, but kind of you make shit cool. up half the time, dude. They these guys said that like they were they were sitting on this hillside, and it's down in that um, down this like gully, and they, they're just sitting there, you know, they, they get there right after lunch, and it's probably like an hour after they get there, and they're just sitting there, just want to be out, you know. And they said this buck just comes walking clear as day, and they're like 20 yards, just smoke it. Like, didn't see him there. And I'm, he's, he was telling me where it is, and I've looked at that so many times. I'm like, were you behind a tree? He's like, no, just sitting right there on the hillside. Like, if you were just taking a girl out and you wanted to hang out, you would just sit right there, just not not tucked in or anything, just seeing what they could see. It's not that bizarre. I mean, it's, yeah, it, yeah that's it, not crazy, because that happened to me this year. I was walking out. I think I was going back to the truck for a different afternoon sit, and that buck walked within five feet of me before he even see me. It's just that to me that was weird. I'm like, dude, every time, like, it, because every time you're sitting there, if you think like, oh man, you make a little motion with your hand and you're gonna stand, all of a sudden you get busted, and someone goes like, you're just sitting there on a hill. It's not a very tall hill. It's like a 15 foot high hill that like climbs up. It just it, it was. I see what you're saying, but definitely. <clears throat> That it's not that not like that it's not that bizarre, but to me, I'm like, how in the hell did that happen? Was the deer sick? What what the fuck? Sometimes they just don't see you. Yeah. Ah, like uh, back in the day when uh, you used to put like uh, like dopey like as on a trail yeah. on your boots and yeah. walk in everything. You take a bath and in I it. Guess yeah. One night, my mom was walking back to the truck, and I guess this buck was like grunting at her in the dark. Oh, shit. 
And like she said, it got pretty close, and she was like yelling at to get the fuck out of here. Nuh-uh. And I guess she called my dad, and like this thing's gonna rape me. <laughs> and my dad said you could hear the buck in the background grunting. Nuh-uh. Yeah, so he like flew down there with a gator and like chased it off, I guess. But Dude, no, Marvy's like put him on the phone. <laughs> Talk to him. Dude, that's that, my girl. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I've had it too, where I walked in. It was in Burlington. And I walked in the dark, and I'm almost to the tree, and I can hear something coming, like booking hauling ass and i think it was a buck chasing a doe and like i wasn't i was probably 10 yards from the tree and like you they're just like running circles around me and i thought they're i couldn't see shit you know i didn't have a headlamp or anything yeah. and like i thought i was gonna get run over by them fuckers <laughs> that's crazy i don't really have anything like there's more stories i'm thinking of some stories now that i've like been told that sound a little crazy yeah, the only one i can think of like personally is like remember like three years ago when that buck was like murdered that doe I was at my place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I guess it, I didn't know in before, but the doe got shot in the shoulder. That's why she wasn't like, and he was like, he kept like beating the shit out of oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember trying to mount her, but she just kept falling down. So he like hoofed the fuck out of her. And then she'd get back up. And then I heard him like in the creek splashing around. And I walked mm. back and there's just a dead doe in the creek. So he drowned it. Damn. <laughs> hoofed yeah. the fuck out of her and drowned it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love your sling. <laughs> um, hey, also, everyone listen, if you have like a crazy story, write in your crazy story either on Facebook, the gram, or working class bow hunter at Gmail. I have an idea. If you have a crazy fun hunting camp story, please share it. Well, and, I was uh, uh, we'll be in we'll be in contact. I was I watching something on YouTube the other day and like this thing came up from Realtree. It was like Josh McDaniel shoots a nice bug. Late muzzleloaders. I'm like, oh, shit. Titan. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this shit, you know. And uh, so he's some sh- Josh McDaniel, man. He shoots his buck. Damn. He's videoing. He's gay. like, oh, he's like, oh shit, you know, nice buck down, whatever. And this this bigger buck comes in, and this deer is dead. And he oh, starts. Yeah, I did watch that. Yeah. Did you oh, see that yeah, shit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the buck starts fighting him, and he's like, hey, you're you're gonna tear up my buck. And he starts yelling. He's like, hey, deer, hey, <laughs> yeah. deer, hey, hey. And this buck doesn't give a fuck. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah that that hunt was really cool. That was on Realtree's YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing that pop up. I thought when they said, yeah, Josh McDaniels kills a nice buck, late muzzleloader, the one he just shot. The monster. Like, that's a, yeah, that's a nice buck. Dude, oh, yeah. <laughs> the McDaniels are in them, man. Was it fucking Titan? Is that what that deer's By the way, was? I might add the McDaniels are some of my favorite people of all time. So yeah. The nicest yeah. people you ever Every meet. time that I'm like in like guy-to-guy friend conversation with Mr. J- Mr. Josh McDaniel, and we're, like, having a drink or whatever, hanging out. I'm like, I fucking love this guy. Like, he's yeah. so oh, yeah. awesome. You can be in the shittiest mood ever and talk to that yeah. guy, and you'll be in way better. I find myself thinking, like, there's you certain people here, like, this is a good, like, the Johnsons are kind of the dudes you're talking to. Like, ah, these are good dudes, you know? When you talk to Josh McDaniel the whole time, I'm like, this guy is so awesome. <laughs> like, I'm glad I know him. Like, he's my friend. Me and uh, his wife have the same draw length, funny enough. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> I, I used her bow up when we were up at uh, Deer Fest up in, uh, not Madison, what's the, uh, West Bend, Wisconsin. And when we were doing that celebrity shoot-off, I used Kristen's bow. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. It was funny. Yeah, it fit perfect. I was like, hmm, okay. Oh, another crazy story. Last Friday, it was dark when I was sitting in my stand, and it sounded like, I don't know, it sounded like raccoons fighting. But then I got closer, and I could hear running around. And this buck probably grunted over 30 times. Like, every breath he took was just grunting. And I heard really? I heard him buck roar, like, twice. I never saw what he was, but no shit. it was just insane. I was, like, this, I was like, is this another hunter just fucking with me or something? Right. <laughs> just, like, well, you're not used to too. hearing that. Like, every right. breath he had was just, uh, 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 uh. Really? <laughs> he just yelled, like, yelling at a doe, like, 
let me get that. <laughs> I'll tell you one that. Yo, the dumb, hey, come over shit. here. They one of the <laughs> dumbest things about like speaking of hunters, and I, that we talked about this briefly last last year. And I, I remember texting Kurt. I'm like, I was hunting in this spot. I didn't think anybody was hunting near me. And I'm like, oh, dude, I think there's some deer fighting. And they just stopped oh, yeah. abruptly. I'm like, uh, that's funny. What the? Fu-? And they started up again. I'm like. Maybe they took a pause for the cause. I don't know. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> because I, I've never actually ding, heard, ding. heard. Did you hear bell? Ding. <laughs> Dude, it, it got close. And then I'm like, and then it would stop. And then every like five, ten minutes it would pick up. And I was like, oh, God. And the, where the noise was coming from had to be about 35 yards just like as the crow flies like yeah, west. Funny. I'm like. Damn, dude. And then there'd be, like, grunting while it's going. So I could just imagine this dude sitting up there just grunt. Like, he's – you ever see one of those dudes that they have, like, the guitar, the foot drum, and they're, like, the one-man bands? Yeah. <laughs> That's what this dude was doing. <laughs> yeah. I That was funny when you were texting me the day. I remember that, dude. It's always funny when that happens. Like, you hear rattling, like, are those actually Bucks fighting? Oh, yeah. They oh, listen. Oh, oh. They listen. Like, you can tell right away, like, no. I remember the first time I ever heard that when I was young. I thought that. I was like, that's somebody over there, like, rattling. <laughs> but I was on, like, a, a, a fairly large piece, and I was like – Oh no! You just feel you could hear the heavy in it. Yeah, and I was like, no, that's two bucks, good bucks fighting somewhere. Like, never saw him. Just heard it go on for probably twenty minutes. Like yeah. insane. Just hear it echoing through the woods. Like they're fairly close. You know, I'm like, damn man, there's a, there's two studs just having at it. Like, just <laughs> wish you could get a glimpse. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. let me see something, dude. Yeah, I remember that. That's pretty cool. Let's talk buck stories. Getting along with this, so. I don't want to be the dude to go into my own story because I feel selfish doing it now because it's like about my episode. Hey, Kurt. So he's Kurt, a terrible co-host. Kurt, can you tell me? Uh, I'm trying to just get on the agenda without being an ass and talking about myself. No, but at the same no. time, I'm like, damn, we're half hour into this. No, oh, shit. This is your kill episode. What? Uh, Wait, Kurt, you, don't you talk about yourself. You, you got a buck? You did, you get a bu- did you kill a buck? I did, actually. Did, did you? Kill a buck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What happened? Wow. <laughs> wow. Let's hear about it. Yeah. Um... Started hunting. Basically, I put up my stand after getting back from Oregon, and see, now I'm automatically I feel self conscious. Now, come on. Now I'm going to cut this story way short. Um, put up a trail cam, a couple trail cams, and basically had a stand that I've already hung previously, and sat on that dude, and had had some nighttime trail cam pictures of a good ten, and saw what I thought was a good ten. It was, I mean, five hundred yards is. In the realm, maybe further. I didn't ne- never actually range it because he was so out of like. You think yeah. about shooting him? <laughs> obtainable distance. Uh, no, nah, I mean, dude, yeah, he was out there. Like, I just happened to like pick my binos up, which binos are like a game changer, man. Yeah, for, you like need observing binos. animals from a distance. That sounds dumb for a lot of Western guys, but I hunted for a long time without binos, man. I mean, even if they're forty yards, you're like, as soon as you see that little bit of brown, you're like, I automatically pull my binos. Yep, up. same here. Same here. Now it's just like a. Yeah, and I was I was just glassing like in general, right. like oh I can see that field edge way the fuck over there, glassing. I'm like, oh shit, there's a pretty good buck, you know, like doing his thing, and he made a doing made a, buck things. Yeah, doing buck things, made a scrape, and this is, fair, I mean, fairly early in the season ish. Um, and I was like, all right, rad. Well, I know when I need to make a move, I'm gonna make a move over that way and see what I can get ahead of. Um, did some light scouting, did some map scouting, trail cams do some scouting, and then you basically just, like, I don't know how how else to break it down. You just basically say, hey, I think this is probably the best spot to put a stand. Yeah. Um, like, your odds are the best. It's really, it's an odds game. Well, and you've seen part. him over there, too. Yeah, I saw him. And I didn't see him in the exact spot where I ended up hanging my stand, right. but it was like, 
in <clears throat> closer in to that area. You, you ever go to like look for a spot? I'm like, man, I know because I wanted to go over there for an observation sit too, like to see more of the field because I was hoping I could see the backfield where uh, where it was at. Um, so after seeing that too, I'm like, well, I'll make an observation sit, see if I can see anything else coming out a certain way, see if you can get a pattern on something and make a move. You know, throw like throw the mobile setup in and get after them. Um, but you ever like go to find a tree and you just can't fucking find the right tree? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude, I did that for this spot. I I just was like getting irritated. I'm like, I don't know what tree I want to sit in. I don't know what I feel good about. And then I basically was like, ah, fuck it. I'm sitting right here. It's closer to where I saw him. We'll see, you know. And I was hoping to like see more for observation. I didn't like I knew that book was probably in there, but I didn't expect to like shoot him right there. I yeah. expected to sit there, make an observation like, oh, he's coming out there. All right, I'm gonna move in there and, and get after it. Um, well, it turns out I really enjoy seeing a long way because nine times out of ten, I'm in like timber somewhere or somewhere thick where I, I can't really see that far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it felt good. It was on I, the stands facing the north, and I have pick beans to, on my west side, on my left side, how I'm sitting. And then I have like a hay field that like U shapes around right on my right side. And then there's a like a big ravine um, and timber in front of me, and then a pond behind me. Um, yeah, I guess it's a pond. It, it's a big water source where deer aren't necessarily going to like walk behind my stand. They can, but it's it most likely like, they're not going to. Yeah, the plan is the wind cuts over there, which right. is great. Um, and basically, I guess the morning of the hunt. I, so I, what I did was I threw the stand up in the dark. Um, well, I'm going back. So I hung the stand, but pulled my sticks, left the stand in the tree, hung the sticks in the dark. So. Hopefully right. that makes sense. Because if I just said it, people are like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? He's, like, delusional. So I hung the sticks <laughs> in the dark. Stan was already up there. I took the sticks down to go um, hunt a different tree. Get up there. And right away, I like, it's just cracking daylight and dozer in. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, cool, dude. Seeing yeah. shit already. <laughs> right. Right. Damn, yeah, this is going to be a quick hunt. And I had a, that was when I had my really bad cough, like, several oh, yeah. weeks ago. So I have, like, a cough drop in my mouth. And I those does come in downwind a little bit. I'm like, they're for sure going to smell this lemon cough drop. <laughs> dude, you should have got the esterous lutens. <laughs> Hall's. Breath smells like piss, dude. Hall's pre-rug. They just hear you gagging instead of coughing. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, you get the Hall's dominant buck, man. That dries your throat out, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I was dipping the pre-rut. So, um, or su- <laughs> don't say that either. <laughs> just say sucking on the pre-rut. Sucking on the pre-rut. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that here. Um, you get you a lip full of pre rut But you just don't feel stealthy with a cough drop in your mouth, and you can no. feel, like, the menthol-y, like... Oh, yeah, you you feel like the yeah. whole wood just smells like <laughs> yeah. lemon. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And those does come in, and the beans kind of downwind. I'm like, And they kind of, like, spooked off a little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, I smell, like, lemon menthol up here in this tree, like just <laughs> like an asshole. You can hear my cough drop, like, clanking off my teeth and shit. You know what I mean? Like how you got that kid in class that's just sucking on cough drops all day. You're like, God, this kid sucks. Like, go home. That's how I felt. Go home. By the way, you're don't, sick, don't be home. surprised this time next year, all of a sudden, it's big time cherry rush <laughs> cough drops. That's a great fucking idea, actually. Um, but, yeah, I just didn't feel good. But yeah. then right after that, like, maybe 15 minutes, is just becoming, like, real seeable daylight. And I hear like some rustling and I hear like a grunt and I look over and there's some um, does and little bucks out in the hay field, like pushing this one doe around and I'm like, Oh cool. Deer all over the place. And so just chilling there. Now it's full blown daylight, full blown shooting light. And I'm just glassing with my binos, like just looking. 
Like, didn't see a deer just looking. And I just glance over down in the ravine, and I see, like, big 10-point rack. And he's just, like, walking away from me. I'm like, fuck, like, was that deer just in front of me, and I didn't see him or something? Like, <laughs> how the hell is he walking away from me? Like, I didn't get it. But he wasn't. That doe was in there, and he was bumping her all around. She didn't want to leave that ravine. Oh, I she would you. run out, go back to the ravine, mm-hmm. run out, go back to the ravine, and he was follow her around. And he was just walking her then, too, like, walking around. So he wasn't pushing her too hard. <laughs> he started to. But not not at first. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I looked at him. My buck, he's wide, real wide mm-hmm. inside. And I'm looking at one point. I'm like, that's a 160, easy. And then I'd see him again. I'd be like, oh, man, one high 40s, mid 40s, 50s. I don't know. Then he'd run her around. And then he disappeared for a little bit. I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't know. He slipped out. And then next thing I know, I'm glassing again. Boom, there he is again. Like, it just, it, he would leave and come back. And he was in there after those does. And. Um, I saw another little decent eight pointer and another little guy with them. He'd bump them off and like snort wheeze and grunt. It, it was cool, man. He like put on a show. So, do you ever previously hunted this little area before, or have you ever had a stand in there? Um, no, no, way to the east, but not not like near this area. Gotcha. Um, but no, I have. It, it's actually it's it's almost one of those spots when you see it, you're like, why would you sit there? Right, yeah, it's kind of one of them spots. So you'd be like, "Really? That's like that's where you shot your buck? Like, oh, that's oh, fuck, that's why you scout shit. <laughs> it, it, it really is too, and that's why I always overlooked it. Like, I just, I mean, you know, it's it's really not that far from where I shot my buck last year, um, but it's just it's in the open. Like hmm. now, all the leaves are off the trees, and it's still pretty hidden because I'm in like a big split. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. I don't know. It's still it, one of those spots. Yeah, it's one of them spots. It, it's you feel like if you make the wrong move, you're going to get spotted. Yeah. Um, but but with the leaves and the trees and the split there, it, it worked out good. So he would bump that doe out into the hayfield, and they like at one point they ran over back over to that like pond, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like the doe's not going to cross that pond. So, but then I can see him. He's out there making a scrape in the middle of the field, which is cool to see. Just pissed off. Yeah, and I <laughs> grunted at him, and he like looked. And then, but that doe was just too too hot, you know. Yep. Oh yeah. And then he didn't she, give a fuck. She ran back around into the woods, then ran back out, but closer in the hayfield, but kind of behind me. I actually drew back at this point, and I'm like looking for my shot, and I'm like, no, it's not there. Let down. She runs back into the ravine. He's burp, 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 follows her back down in there, and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, got my bow up. I'm turning. I'm looking. I drew back. I let down. I'm all, you know what I mean? Like, oh fuck, yeah. like. Come on, give me a break. Like, run them by me. You've been everywhere else but by me But at this right point. by you. So, see how it goes. And I'm sitting there. I've still got my bow in my hand, and I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. And next thing I know, like five seconds later, she pops out. On So I'm facing, my stand is facing north, like straight north, and she comes out straight from my east out of that ravine ditch, like comes in right underneath me 20 yards and then boom he pops up right there and he's like right underneath me like i probably sh- well i'll get there so he's like coming underneath me i look down i see with and i see big brows and tines and he's like bright white rack i'm like oh shit draw back she comes up she gets underneath me 17 yards and he's moving still and i went bap, 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 to stop him and she stops and looks up at me, but I'm at full draw. Like, I'm anchored yeah. through. I can ready. see her through, like, my peripheral, like, looking up at me because I'm making noise. He doesn't hear me because he's rut crazy. And he thinks that, in my head, I think that he thought that she stopped for him. So he gets right up he's to her. Like, yes, he's still kind of moving, and I squeeze off, and his, the arrow just buries, like, to the fletching. And she runs into the timber, and he runs right behind her. 
into the timber. Still chasing her. I think so, honestly. Still chasing her. <clears throat> I turn around, put my bow on the hook because it's all split right there. So, like, it's not like a perfect, like, the bow hook's right next to me. It's on this weird finagly hook that I got to, like, put the hook through my cam in order for my bow to sit correctly. Oh, yeah. Grab my binos out, which I'm wearing a harness. Yep. And look. And at that point, I can't see anything, but I think I see a spot that might be him laying on the ground. And I'm like, fuck, from the time that I shot him, looked to where he went, hung my bow up, grabbed my binos, he either died or he ran off and I didn't see him. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> so I'm like, kind of like, oh, shit, the shot felt high, but it buried all the way down. Like, oh, man, I don't know. You just always doubt yourself, you know? Yeah, oh, always, yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, and it happened so fast. You're like, okay, I think I shot well. I don't know if yeah. I did or what the fuck actually happened. Yeah. And plus, he was like kind of – he wasn't – when I say walking, I mean like – the doe was stopped. He's right behind her. He just wasn't, like, stopped like the doe was. Right. But that's why I was like, now or never, hold your anchor, squeeze your shot. You know, went off, and it buried in him. And as the sun was coming up more and more and more, and the day was, like, getting brighter, I could see, oh, it's gl- I can see the glare off his beam, you know. Yeah. And my dad was with me, so I got down and, like, went and got my dad, and then he helped me recover it. And What yeah. time was this? <clears throat> um, I shot him at? Seven. Set a little after seven, probably seven fifteen ish. So he had been kind of active for at least what, like oh, since since I saw those deer come out, like right when it was getting about shooting light, which I don't know what time. What time was, was this? Like 6:30? It, it was honestly like he he was probably one of the deer I first saw and just didn't know it. Hmm. Um, so it was been like right after you could just barely see up until like fully bright shooting light. About like yes, six fifteen ish. What what, what day was this? It was November 9th. Oh, this is, uh, yeah, when was that time change? It doesn't matter. I was going to scroll up. Why the hell does that even matter? Because then, like, when you start having it, it's like 15 minutes. November 3rd was the time change. It was, it was well into an hour of shooting light. It was bright out. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, uh, but, but it was like, as the sun comes up and, like, crests, I could see, like, the shine. I sat there for another 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. and I could see the shine through the timber. Because it's like, he has to get the gap through the timber, get the sunlight on him. And then the other buck you ran off earlier came by and was, like, acting all nervous. But anyway, we got down, um, got him in a stud 10. Pretty yeah. pumped about him, man. Good brows, good width. He's 20 inside. That's cool to see, like, uh, the sun come up. You're like, oh, that is him. Like, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And, my, and my entry was high, but the exit was perfect. Like, I yeah. had much more of an angle than I thought. And right. then when I, when I gutted him and I pulled his lungs out, I was like, holding his lungs. It was the perfect like raptor trick slit through both lungs like it was cool like just Hell yeah i should have took a picture of it but i didn't but yeah it was perfect it worked out great man it was an awesome <laughs> that's awesome yeah and i tell you I, I called you and congratulated you later that day i think it was like probably one or two and i was i was going out for my afternoon hunt i'm like hey man what are you doing you're like um getting ready to hang a set i go dude you just killed a buck today and you go yeah i'm gonna go try and kill another one how bad do you want it Touche. Yeah, I do remember you calling. Well, me. then you started this whole fucking the teaser photo that oh, yeah, everyone, yeah. That everyone's doing shit now. Show. My fault. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, I just was an asshole. I was like, took a picture of just my bow on my on the buck's like hair. <laughs> Sent to the crew. He had, he had really nice hair. Like, <laughs> That's not my favorite picture of the deer. He had my, beautiful hair, six fingers on his hand. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite picture of the deer is the uh, the hero shot with Isla May. Oh, yeah, yeah that was awesome. <laughs> In there, what's that? What's that little? Uh, it's a bumbo. The bumbo, bumbo dude. That thing is the coolest thing ever. Because I was watching Sam. She was like, put like a little, her little dinner tray up on it. Yeah. God, that thing is awesome. But yeah, you you took a 
funny photo with uh, with your daughter and her <laughs> little pink bow. Little pink bow. They tried to make it look like Isla killed it, which is really funny. Like <laughs> propped his head up with a stick. And, like, how old is she? Seven months. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, daddy went out for you season with a little Isla man. Hey, Kurt's only got to buy tags for his kid that when they're still in utero. It's like, eh, my kid's going to get a Foyd card. It's just a little embryo. Like, yeah, it's a picture. It's a sonogram. <laughs> Daughter's tagged out. Yeah. Daddy's turn. <laughs> yeah. Basically, no. It, I thought those were funny. I mean, hopefully they're funny. I think they turned out great. They're great memories anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Got some fun pictures of, like, the buck laid on the tailgate, old Nyla and all that. It was kind of cool. So, yep. It was awesome. Good times, man. Pretty awesome hunt. It was, yeah. it was cool. Old barn. Old Barnes got him now, so it's in their hands. Oh, <laughs> there it's in. Is, is Julian going to do it, or do you know who's doing it? I don't know. I'm, I imagine he would. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a beautiful ten. He's, um, I think he's right at twenty inches wide inside. So yeah, good brows too. Yeah, good yeah. brows, real good brows. Um, like you said earlier, when you when you thought you said his one sixty right away, like he just has that frame that like just fools you, like yeah, that one sixty frame. Like, oh, that's a one sixty. Yeah. Yep. Like oh, maybe yep. it's not. Oh, yeah. yes, it is. He no, went yes, he went one forty seven, which was I honestly Chandler called me after I shot. I sent a text to the group. Chandler's like, how big you think? I'm like. He's. I was like, honestly, dude. I was like, he's between one forty and one sixty. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I was about right. Those frames will fool you. Uh huh. Between a hundred and two hundred. Yeah. Someone sent me a picture. <laughs> yeah. Someone like sent the, uh, on, on Instagram. I can't remember who it was, but they like <laughs> sent the I'm sent the say post that every time. Now. It did. They sent the post of you with your uh, deer, and then they just sent me like under it is a, a turtle recipe, and they go, "Here, Eric's gonna like this." No. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I can't remember. I can't remember who the fuck I didn't was. See I, that. I, I wish. Pull that! You got to pull that up. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll try and find it. Uh, I posted a picture of him and I said like, "Hey, like awesome buck." I don't know what, what my, awesome buck. I got another buck tag. I'm gonna go hunt another one. Someone's like, "I guess this doesn't mean well for Steve's turtle." <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, with that back at the Illinois Deer and Beer Fest, Steve says, "I bet you I kill a bigger buck than you." <laughs> and then if he won, he would get to raise my kid or some dumb fucking thing because he's scared to make a real bet. And then I said, okay, fine. Then we'll, uh, you have to either let, I said, let your turtle go if I kill a bigger buck than you. And then Eric said, let it go into a crock pot <laughs> <laughs> with some pepper. With some just pepper. pepper and salt. Yeah, hey, you're can so cooker, plant. baby. I'll put that fucker <laughs> in This episode cooker. is brought to you by can cooker. This week's <laughs> recipe. <laughs> what kind of turtle you got? He's an African side neck. I, African side neck turtle. <laughs> First, you put your turtle in. Turtle soup. <laughs> pepper. Butter. Use the barbecue hey, sauce. Hey, Use the shell that, as a bowl. Put some of that garlic on there, though. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to have that garlic. The can cooker garlic. You can get that at cancooker.com. You got to have the garlic. Oh, God. Use the shell as a bowl. Dude. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we could put like uh, we could put cheese dip in the bowl, have the turtle's meat as like the main dish, oh, and then yeah. we'll get some chips. Oh, appetizer. Yeah, that's a good idea. Your turtle's for sure saying goodbye, man. <laughs> I was drunk, and uh, I don't believe we ever agreed to yeah, it. Yeah, we so definitely did. It was on record. I don't know. We'll have to go back and hear that. It's on there. I can find the episode number. <laughs> hey, you still got time. I'll cut that yeah. clip out. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, Doug, the positive one. Still got time. I still got another tag, too. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, kind of that's also true. Dude, that would be, that'd be fucking horseshit. Like, I shoot like a 166 
clean fucking eight. Like, look at this giant. And then Kurt's like, ah, here's a 200 fucking double dropper. I'm like, God damn it. Where's that turtle at? 166 to eight? That's giant. If I did kill a buck like that, your turtle for sure would be Oh, dude, I, I would kill him myself. I, would, I, would, I don't want you to kill your turtle over this buck. I mean, if you piss me off enough, it's going to die. But uh, <laughs> if I kill this, a bu- this buck isn't turtle death worthy. <laughs> <laughs> if I killed a double dropper, two hundred incher, dude, I'd be, dude, I'd be punching your window out, petting your dog, and then stealing your turtle, man. I'd actually, I'd let your dog kill your turtle. <laughs> no, I mean that bitch. And then I'd Snapchat it to you while you're at work. Dude, so Kurt set a new standard. It's like, is this turtle, is this deer worth Steve's turtle's death? You got to think. There's two critters that are ready to die. Is this deer ready for two animals to die? <laughs> well, the thing is, it would go ethical, and we would eat it. So it's okay. Yeah. You guys might be able How to How do you ethically soon. kill a turtle? Mm, he's a little sick Boil right now. Boil the fuck out of it. It's like a lobster. <laughs> oh, my God. That is not fucking ethical. That's what I'm going to People do it to crabs I'm and lobsters not, all the time. I'm not going to eat that ethical. turtle. You won't eat a turtle? I'm not going to eat turtle? I'm not going to eat that turtle. Why? Oh, you seen his tank that's in? Jesus. It's clean. Uh, we've, we've run it in have clear water seen, for a couple days. Have you seen the fucking rivers that turtles actually live in? Yeah, that's a good fucking point, don't eat turtles in general. Jesus. Wait, you don't eat like chocolate turtles either? Nah, dude. Hey, don't they do that with um with snapping turtles? Don't they put them in like clean yeah, water and let for, like, them? Like a week. Oh, really? Yeah. Not let them kind of filter yeah. through. Yeah, <laughs> really. Doug, Doug, you don't like seafood though. I hate anything out of the water. God, that's gonna be that's so gross, sad, dude. Right? When I'm just Help like watching shoot a buck in the, in the swamp. <laughs> stay away from the swamp. <laughs> they will just watch it snap. I stay on the like, ridges. Kurt Ford fucking like Five heavy on water <laughs> in that fucking bowl. It's like after getting your turtle fucking primed, boy. <laughs> Uh, just freaking what's the uh, what's the fancy water? Uh, Evian no. or uh, oh Fuji, Fuji, Voss. Fuji. Voss. Yeah. smart water. Voss, oh dude, Voss is fucking sim expensive. gas. Yeah, <laughs> sim gas though, sim <laughs> gas, carbonated water yeah. oh, from fuck. Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> is that shit bad or what? Well, con-, con gas tastes like static. Yeah, it's the static <laughs> liquid Velcro, <laughs> like when you lick a battery. Yeah, so, it tastes like your man. fucking TV's out. Me and Tank went it to tastes Bra- like a nine volt. Me and uh, <laughs> or I should say, Tank and I went to Brazil uh, when I first started at Deer together. That was like my first trip for Deer. We went down to Horsentina, Brazil. Horsentina. Horsentina. Whatever, dude. And then uh, <laughs> whatever, bro, whatever, they got bro. fucked up water. Down there. Like, hey, you got to watch what water you drink because when they like leave you bottles of water in your hotel. Like, some of it is carbonated and some is not, but if you can't read Portuguese, you, want, you don't yeah. know. You want the blue cap. Yeah. Of the Greece, Greece, can the you read cap. Portuguese? Portuguese? No. Portuguese no. is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Porch full of geese? You can't read that shit? <laughs> no, dude. Portuguese? <laughs> it's impossible. See, I, dude, I, when we had a German exchange student, that dude loved carbonated water. Like, he loved yeah. Car- yeah. it. Like, foreigners, like, I guess Americans are the only ones that don't like bubbles in our fucking water. They drink it, man. No, that shit's for the birds. They drink <laughs> it. Dude, even birds don't for drink sure. that shit. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Those that, that porch full of geese ain't drinking that shit. But some guess, dude. But yeah, hey, congrats on your butt. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Congrats. congrats. That was thank awesome. You. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Pretty pumped about it. That was good. Now you're, uh, you got, got any other bucks you want to kill? Yeah, I got some on the radar. Man, we just got one buck to Old Barn. Just that's one, it though. One buck. My antelopes there. Damn. Um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Get some more over there. Got another buck tag. Gonna get after it. A little bit of season left. How many? Uh, how many of your properties all still have crop standing? <laughs> Almost all of them. Dude, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some guy picking corn today. It's what December fifth. Yeah, they don't need to be picking, picking on. Like four guys picking on the way here. Yeah, I imagine they're getting after it right now. They have to be. I'm yeah. sure deer are getting slaughtered over there. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Dude, I, I went through a 
kind of right by my house, there's this uh, big, it, it was a cornfield this year, and I saw, and I'm not bullshitting you, probably like 30 deer in that field. Okay. I'm like, fuck. I bet you I saw almost near Kelowna, Illinois. I was on the interstate coming home from Oh, work. I know exactly what field you're talking about. I bet you I saw 100 deer in there the other day. Dude. Really? Damn. Yeah. Is that field when you're driving home and you look right off to the right? Yep, and it's like mm-hmm. a hill, gradual hill there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody knows about just that. hunting and glassing. Just I've never seen that many deer out there, though. I, yeah, I always see like 30 or 40. I remember me and Mark Reif, we, we, when I worked with them, we drove right past there. It was like late at night, but he told me, I guess he went to go look at that property once, and the guy wants like a million It was and for a sale for a long time. Yeah. Because um, I remember my dad always talked about buying the piece straight across the interstate was for sale for the longest time. Ooh. And uh, well, I've never seen that many deer out there before, but like I was seeing it, like there's probably 25, 30 up close towards the interstate, and then way out, like, you could keep seeing them. Like, I was like, am I looking at cattle? Those deer, <laughs> cattle man. out there. It was Goats, crazy. Man. Yeah, I see. I, I passed. I passed one field and I saw. So when I was heading here, I saw like probably like six deer in the field. I'm like, oh hell yeah, dude, that's fucking awesome. Because you know, I never see that. But then it's when I got. It's like this. It there's like timber, and then this field kind of shoots up, and then that's when I saw all them fuckers. I was like, holy shit, getting on that it was fucking late season type vibes. I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm too. That late season shit. That late season vibes. You know, I did, uh, I hunted last, like, Christmas Eve, and I I was like, man, you know, this is going to be. the last time you were in a tree? Last time I was in a tree. Uh, Don't lie to me. Would you shut your doe? Sunday. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. What'd you see? That's a lie. No, it's not a lie at What'd all. What'd you see? Uh, didn't see nothing. Where'd Saw you, my cousin. Where'd you hunt? Geneseo. You did? Oh, yeah. Where am I at? Geneseo. Super secret spot. You're fucking lying. I'm not lying. I am not lying. lying. I was interested. Okay, bet. How are you going to prove it? I believe you. How about, this? How about, this? How about this? Next, every Thank time you, you go don't. hunting, you have to send a picture of you in the tree stand. Just one selfie. Click. Yep. With a dude, I'll do. I have actually no per, uh, panoramic Snapchat every time you do like that. Why you don't want me to just do that Snapchat filter where no. it tells the date and time? No, no because you you're gonna to stock do. photo him and take like 15 pictures. Yeah, he's got like, you can't like do that. You can't timber wallpaper. Just like <laughs> <laughs> you can totally tell it's a green screen behind it. <laughs> dude, I got I got the timber fucking pillow. Reflection. Like, oh, bro, I'm in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all no. right, yeah, I killed my buck. I'm really happy with him. Congrats, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. That's we'll, awesome. We'll see what late season has in store for us all, but. Cool. Is that the end of the podcast? Yeah. I feel good about it. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Good luck out there. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.